Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 90 Day Fiance Rehap Up Podcast. We're here today to talk all about Happily Ever After Season 7, Episode 14 of the never-ending season of Nine Day Fiancé. I am, of course, your host and conductor of the Hot Mass Express, Puyazan Vakili, ready to break it down for you one more time. And this week, I'm joined by an amazing guest that was on last week. We're calling it a two-parter. It is the one and only Sasha Joseph. Sasha, how are you doing today? You know, much like Andre being the voice of wisdom for 90 Day, I'm here being the voice of wisdom for this podcast. Because my God, what are what are our friends doing? I can't wait. Can't wait to get into it. Yeah, the, the you know, the show keeps chugging along. I will say I quite enjoyed myself watching this. It's been a minute since I've enjoyed watching the show. And I'm not quite sure why I did. Maybe it caught me on a different day. Um, what have you, but I'm excited. I'm excited to break down these couples today. Yeah, it just, it felt very normal, right? Like they were doing everyday things and the drama was a little less, like it wasn't as repetitive, even though they, they tried to repeat it every preview, uh, to where my, I think I was watching with my mom and she was like, didn't we already see that? I was like, no, that was like a two minute preview for some reason, but now we're finally getting to that part of the story. Yeah, we're back. We're back and we're talking about it. Now, we're going to kick off with a couple that we didn't really get a chance to talk about last week and probably one of the main reasons why you wanted to get back in here for this week. Yes. Let's, of course, kick it off with Jenny and Sumit. 
Now, 90 Day's been doing this thing where they do love a good B-roll intro where it's like, all right, let's have them doing a random activity to kick off the episode. So Jenny and Sumit are taking uh, Jenny's daughter and partner to a Bollywood dance class, Sasha. Cute. I mean, it was V basic, I have to say, like the moves, but... I felt like Jenny was pretty excited and she was trying. Like I have to, we have to give Jenny that, that I feel like she's a good sport. She always, you know, does something fun. Yeah. We love when people, you know, give it their best shot in these things. And Jenny definitely delivered on that front. Um, I quite enjoyed that the dance instructor's name was Shubham. I was like, all right, there's at least like eight people watching this. We're going to be, I know that name from the circle. It's Shubham. So Yay. Please, God. A call back. A call back to season one of the Circle US. Oh, good times. (laughs) You know, the Circle is going to be dating or like singles only or some weird shit. Yeah, I know that's not this show that we're talking about, but we're going to stop there for a second. What are you doing, Netflix? Like, don't we have enough dating shows? Isn't the point of the Circle to be popular and not be dating? Isn't that the plan? But hey, you, you know, you keep a show long enough, you're going to ruin it for everybody. So there we are. Listen, Netflix algorithm just be like, boop, boop, boop. Okay, this is exactly what you need to do and people will watch. Shut up, Netflix. Yeah, I can't wait for the next season of the glass blowing show they have. And they're like, all right, this season, you guessed it, 15 singles coming in. And are they going to blow glass or dot, Each dot, other. dot? Okay, oh, all right. Well, I didn't, okay. <laughs> I didn't okay. think you were going to complete the sentence. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. Free, free money for Netflix there. Ooh. All right. So anyway, yeah, so they they do the dancing stuff. It looks to be fun. You know, there's a bit of conversation about how Jenny has rhythm. Uh, Sumit saying that, well, you need hand and shoulder coordination more than anything here. And also this kind of made Sumit feel his age. He felt like he didn't have it the way he used to before. And it was a little bit more taxing. Yeah, welcome to being 30. Okay, then you think about, oh, me at the club, you not that person no more. Okay, and it's funny because he was talking about the shoulders and the hands and I was like, you're not doing Bhangra. You're doing Bollywood dancing. It, it's your whole body. Look at the instructor like Shubham's doing really well. And some looked, looked very stiff, very stiff. Where I was like, look at Jen and Christina. They're having the time of their life. And then there's Sumit somewhere over here. Well, I loved it because Sumit was saying, you know, he never took formal dance classes, but, you know, him and his friends would watch Bollywood yeah. movies and then just reenact the dances. And that's how they learned. I was like, oh, yeah, I've definitely seen this play before where you see it, you watch, you got served one too many times. You're like, oh, I did that one move. And then you show your parents. And the next thing you know, you're at a family gathering. They're like, yeah, show uncle what you did yesterday. <laughs> show uncle in front of in the front of the whole family. Do a show. So and like they're always going to say that's great. So I feel like Sumit maybe suffered a little bit from false confidence from stuff like that. Oh, 1000%. I was also that person, but I would actually lock my mom out and like take over the living room and put on a whole performance for my stuffed toys. Nice. So (laughs) my mom now says that she used to watch. So I was like, that's embarrassing. Why did you do that? But it's really funny because then she'd be like, great. Now, like do the dance at this wedding or do the dance at your friend's house. And you're just like, don't like stop. I, I, I'm not a puppet. You can't do this to me. Yeah, I um, for me, it wasn't dancing. I used to be able to do an impression of this specific Persian 
actor in a in a sitcom he would have this little song that he would sing and i could emulate his voice perfectly i made the mistake of showing my parents and then every time i was around any family member who hadn't heard it i had to do it and it was awful i hated it been there why are we literally there like little toys that they're like wind up now okay go (laughs) well it's kind of like you know when you have the latest phone ooh. Have you seen the new iPhone 14? If you're Asia, you're like, have you seen the new iPhone 16 that hasn't been out, but I already have it. Correct. Um, and that's kind of where it is. Like, listen, my son can do this. Oh, my son can do it. It's like a competition. My son got straight A's. Yeah, well, my oh. son can can break dance. Well, can your son break dance? No, but he has straight A's and he's on road to becoming a doctor. And then you go home and your dad's like, really need to do better on those grades man it's like i thought you were okay with me break dancing anyway at least your parents waited till you got home lucky oh sometimes Mine would be don't. on the streets <laughs> anyway but the point is like submit you really thought you did something but it's okay you know i'm not even gonna be mean i feel like it was a cute little segment for once they're not showing like a weird stereotypical indian thing like bollywood is really a big part of north india specifically delhi so i, th- I think it's cute it didn't feel like we're watching a Kama Sutra yoga. And you know what? Anything above that is an A plus for me. Oh, we'll take it. I will take it and I'll run with it. Um, very happy about that. It also looked like um, Jenny's daughter and partner were also having a good time, which I did love quite a bit. Mm-hmm. But then the conversation moved over to, you know, Sumit talking about how he's going to go to work and then he's going to go try and see his family. And his hope is obviously he wants he he's married to Jenny. He wants to be with Jenny and he wants them to accept Jenny as his wife, which we've all said wishful thinking. Now, um, Jen, uh, Christina's partner, suggested maybe we should all go together. And Christina's like, oh, oh yeah, I would definitely love to meet your family. And Sumit said that he was surprised about this reception because he was thinking about the last time they had met, which was at the reunion when they did a Zoom call and it didn't go well. And they're like, well, what are you worried about? We just want to, you know, be there to support you both and defend my mom because she needs someone in her corner. And he's terrified about having a difficult conversation, which isn't all of it a difficult conversation to me. Your family doesn't approve of your marriage. Like you're not going to ever go into a conversation that's not going to be difficult until that blows over, which doesn't look likely. Yeah. Again, watching this with my mom and, you know, this is our literal, the most hated couple of life from Jump. So as soon as this happened, my mom starts like, I don't even think she knows that I heard her. And she's like, hmm, hmm, hmm. Like this, just constantly being like, this guy is shit. Like basically trying to say that without saying that. And he is just why is this human right like still on the show and why hasn't christina and jen just like intervened at this point because i love how christina's acting all cool when we know you were not cool you dragged his parents to hell and submit is like mm-hmm. i mean maybe you can meet them i mean i was just thinking i could meet them and it's just me and that's it <laughs> like you're such a loser I mean, to be you know, to be fair to Sumit, the dude hasn't seen his parents in a minute because the last time he tried to go see them, the his aunt was there instead. So he's still trying to see them for the first time in a minute. But yeah, I don't think there was any world where he was going to be able to convince them to not come with him to see his family. That was never going to be an option. I think they were definitely going to 
strong arm him into making that happen, which we did see spoiler alert on the next time on mm-hmm. uh, where we are going to see that meeting. And at least his dad is there. We did not see footage of his mom there. Oh, you know, she's there. Maybe I yeah, could see I her hope. being the one that holds out and doesn't show up. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. I like that. I think that's, yeah. that's a good one. She's good drama, right? In that exactly, she would be the more vocal one and she'll be the more, likely to give more emotion so they would have shown her that's why i don't think she's there but the dad definitely is i would assume his brother and sister-in-law are also there is my guess god i know well his brother like i just forgot how annoying he was until they showed that reunion clip and i was like right he sucks oh the brother's fully like because he you know, married someone around his age he married someone from within his own Mm -hmm. background so he is now the champion of the family and I think he likes the role he's in. He's definitely going to bat for his family, his parents because I felt like in the beginning his brother seemed more supportive of him and then slowly but surely he's kind of backed away from that. Yeah, because I remember them, didn't they go on like a lunch or something together? I can't remember. I but think, Was that the same lunch where the aunt was there? I think it was. Right, yes, yes, exactly, exactly. So I, it's it's so funny because one thing about, I feel like Indian families, they'll let you know who's the favorite. <laughs> like, it, this is not a I love everyone equally. Oh, no, <laughs> there's a clear hierarchy. Yeah, it's like, who is doing best for me and doing what I want? That oh is going to be the best. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh okay, so then it's the next day and Sumit left all the dishes for, for Jenny to do, which don't leave your dishes out overnight. That's a mistake. I I just don't understand why they don't get a maid. Like, I, it makes no sense. And I'm not saying this out of a place of privilege. I think I've said this before. But it's just what I'm coming from is that labor is cheap in India and most people can afford it. And now this man is working, what, seven days a week, six days a week. I think you can afford. Well, it's that. And he also criticizes her cleaning. So it's like, you know, she's clearly like because I I can say this, you know, looking at some of the stuff, the cleaning doesn't look great. No. Um, And also she struggles with it. I feel like that's the move. And I swear she's brought it up before and he's the one who denied it exactly and she asked her a vacuum cleaner and he said no (laughs) we don't need that that's wasting money apparently then my mom will think you really don't clean with the vacuum cleaner you're oh my god no let me not (laughs) i don't want to talk about it but the point is just that he is such a hypocrite and girl a parrot because i think he takes advantage of the fact that she doesn't realize that maybe they could get a maid and it like it's not going to be such you know a breaking the bank situation and they'll actually have like a clean house it's just this constant back and forth about cleaning I feel like it's getting old because Jenny's older and in India if you don't clean one day like your whole house can be covered in dust and especially like the big cities like they're in Delhi uh, I lived in Mumbai I mean the dust just comes so quickly because of pollution and the amount of people that are just around so I don't know. I feel like he's just taking advantage and of course she's letting him. What's new? Well, I feel like additionally, the way he's looking at it now is, well, I'm working. So now I've got work happening. So your job is the house stuff, which would be cleaning, which would be, you know, getting the groceries and all that stuff. So I feel like that's the other thing where he 
you know, there's dishes created. He's like, well, it's not my detail. I can just, I have to go to work tomorrow, you know, which then, but then also additionally, again, he's very quick to criticize anything she does, which is not good. So that's where we are with them. Now he goes to work and Jenny does let us know that, Hey, you know, since my you know daughter's here, I've been missing the U S even more. It's kind of reminded her of how great she had it in the U S. So she gets on a call with an immigration lawyer. And I thought this conversation was pretty interesting because the immigration lawyer kind of brings some stuff up that obviously is very relevant to where they are now. Uh, first thing she asks about is, you know, I want to know the process and stuff, maybe taking my husband to the U S and he's like, well, first of all, you're going to be waiting a minimum of two years because of the backlog, which is true during the pandemic, everything kind of ceased. And there was a backlog of applications on top of new applications mm-hmm. that were coming in. So it did cause a big, big delay. So that's two years delay minimum for from when they start the process but then and and sasha i'm sure you've heard this word before i've definitely heard it before i feel like the the lawyer kind of went a little informal here when asking about her status he was like are you a spinster were you a spinster in the u.s like, i'm sorry you can't just first of all you can't be calling someone a spinster i feel like and and this very dated word. Yeah, the only I reason I know it is because I've seen it mentioned in Iranian shows, and then mm-hmm. the, the subtitles would say spinster. I was like, oh, that's what that means. I've never heard it in any other media ever. So I've definitely heard it, and it, you know, a remnants of colonization. Here we are. But it's also interesting because I do feel that like sometimes, it, like. It doesn't matter if it's an authority figure, right? Like a lawyer, police officer, things can get informal very quickly and it can go off the rails very quick. It's just, unfortunately, it is how it is. So this guy just like prodding about the most nonsense things. Oh, uh, what's your age? No, there's no reason you needed to know that. Shut up. You just wanted to know that because you wanted the tea, sir. <laughs> well, and- <laughs> that, yeah. yeah, so he asks her, are you a spinster in the US or are you divorced? What's your status? Well, I've been divorced 25 years, so you're independent. Yes. And then she was like, well, by the way, what's spinster? And she, he's like, yeah, spinster is a single woman who hasn't been married. And then he, as you said, he asks for Sumit's age, her age, but then brings up why he may have asked this, which says one of the major questions you're going to get is the age difference being something they look at. Now, I know that this is a thing that can happen with either the K-1 visa or the, the K-3, the, the marriage visa or the fiance visa, where they look at the, obviously they're trying to look for things that may come up as, you know, indicating that this is a fraudulent marriage as an attempt to, you know, bring someone to the U S kind of not on good faith now, but you know, Jenny does point out in her confessional, they've been together like 10 years and they've been married for the last like four months. So obviously we were together. So I don't think that would have caused an issue. I don't, I really don't. The lawyer doesn't necessarily know all of this detail, but um, so, but I understand why he may have asked it for that specific reason. But then the more important thing to focus on here is the conversation gets brought up about his parents and Jenny very quickly makes it sound like, Oh, she's worried about this because the lawyer picked up on it. She was like, uh, is that going to be a problem? Like, are the, they're going to interview the parents. Like, well, they might have they ever opposed your marriage legally. And she says, no, not that I know of. He's like, okay, that's important because once we apply for this, he needs to get a police clearance certificate and we need to make sure that nothing comes up, which 
I can tell you this as someone who went through this process. I got to go get a police clearance, which was basically I had to get, you know, my my, submit my fingerprints and they go through and make sure that I've never had any record of anything before um, in order to approve. And even one thing on there can cause a lot of issues. So that's why it's important. Uh, But I I don't think they've done anything legally. I really don't think that happened. Right? No, but I yeah, I don't think they have yet is the answer. Well, if they because find out that that could help, they'll do it. I was going to say, mm-hmm. I'm going to count that my biggest issue is that in India, I definitely I know people that, you know, have had cases like on them. And it's just like the most nonsense reasons that you can think of. But they'll just like, I mean, I don't know why people want to waste the time of the government and the police but you know here we are well they'll be like oh you're not seeing your kid enough case you're not doing you know this enough well it's time for a case so i i as much as i've been like some of this stuff that submit says is a lie this very much just feels like yeah i can see these people being that petty yeah i think that's definitely something that you should now maybe be a little concerned about uh now all of this has happened without her talking to Samit about it once and then the next time on, like I said, they're going to be meeting with his family. And in that conversation, uh, Jenny says something along the lines of, if I'm never going to be accepted by you, then maybe we should just move to America. So it's going to escalate a little bit next week. Yeah, which I was like, oh, look at Jenny finally having a spine. But I think it's because her uh, her kid and part like her two daughters as she called it uh, are there so I thought that was sweet but Miss Ma'am we all know if so whatever cement wants you're doing like as much as quote unquote progressive this relationship is for you know them being 30 years apart I don't see Jenny doing anything that he doesn't want and it's very much giving like he's the man you know oh why does he work so much why can't he come home and Sumit is very much stepping into that like ugh, I can't believe I'm about to say this but like alpha the male I'm not even gonna say that just the male stereotypical role in a relationship and I just can't help but laugh at all of it because it's like you want your cake and eating eat it too right you're like well we're progressive we're 30 years apart we're not gonna have a kid blah 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 we're gonna do what we want And then as soon as your mom says anything, you're like, yeah, yes, mom. What would you like, mom? Oh, yes. And what else, mom? Right. Like, it's just it's so frustrating. And I just I just want Summit to get his comeuppance at least once. Right. I don't know. I don't know if that's going to happen. I don't know. The thing is, I'm very curious about how this is going to go with um jenny's family being there and sumit being there and then they have to leave at some point to go back home right and i feel like christina being there she is going to definitely let sumit know exactly how Mm -hmm. she feels and i think it's very obvious that jenny wants to move to the u.s but also what you're saying i don't think is untrue especially when you put into the equation that they would have to wait a minimum of two years anyway yeah. Is that going to deter um, Jenny from applying? Because then you have to wait a full two years anyway. Am I even going to bother? Because I think it sounded like she wanted kind of like the quick, quickly, let's move out of here. But that's not in the books at all. So we'll have to wait and see. 
Yeah, I just I feel like they're going to end up staying in India and she's just going to be like, this is my life now. And we're going to see them in another season. (laughs) (laughs) That part. (laughs) Yeah. All right. So let's move on to the next couple here. Uh, Speaking of a couple where one person really wants someone to do something their way, Jovi and Yara time now. So Jovi and Yara are still in Europe. Okay. They went to visit to see Yara's mom and they've been with the mom. Yara has had some mixed feelings about being there. Obviously uh, there is an entire war going on in her country of Ukraine and her friend Karina made it out of the Ukraine and is now it, you know, now they're going to go see her is the plan. So obviously last episode, they bought some stuff for Karina. Everything's been set and she's going to go meet Karina and the clowns are also there. Jovi's going to be there and T is also going to be there for this breakfast. Yeah. What an awkward turtle breakfast this was where I just I really needed to run away and fast forward because it was so sweet, Karina meeting Yara, but then Karina looked shady, okay? She was like, everything out of her mouth was just dragging Jovi constantly. Yeah, I, um, ugh, I'm just frustrated. I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated, very yeah. frustrated uh, with, with this exchange because I can see where where Yara's coming from. Again, we've discussed this at nauseum on this podcast, but Jovi's work requires him to be away for like three weeks mm. to a month at a time. So he's like one month off, one month on. And he really wants her to not stay in Europe longer than they had agreed upon so that they can leave and come back to the U.S. together, where he then is immediately going to go to work and she's going to be alone with Myla. So her thought is, let me stay here with my mom, with Karina. Let me help in any way I can be around some family. And he refuses. He doesn't like that. So in, the, in this breakfast, Karina, you know, starts asking her a little bit about some stuff and they're not speaking in English, which bothers Jovi a lot. Um, also, Jovi and his friend ordered two beers for a breakfast. Explain to me how that makes sense. It doesn't. <laughs> um, his argument was, but the beer here is so good. <laughs> Shut up, dude. It's but I do find it funny because the waitress was like two beers. I mean, the accent should give it away, you know, that they're a mess. Right. So. Oh, oh my God, he's frustrating. So anyway, so then uh, he gets upset that they're not speaking English and asks them to explain what they're talking about. And then the mention stuff that that gets brought up is, you know, uh, I'm talking about you have to go to work soon, but I would love to stay here. And he gets mad. Why would you bring this up? Like, it doesn't make sense to me. And then he his argument is that right now there's a war in Ukraine. If the war goes to another country, he doesn't want them to be here without him. And, you know, well, the war's not coming here. There's a pretty safe zone. So, yeah, but we don't know that for sure. And then. Uh, they make a comment of you know T can protect us, his friend. Oh, that and was so funny. He was like, "That's a dad duty, not a friend duty." I'm sorry, you're telling me if your good friend's wife and child are in danger, you are not going to help them. Stop this. Stop. Probably out of principle, he won't. You know, at this point, well, you told Jovi that you didn't need help, and now look at you. Yeah, I would love to see that 
fight that conversation i would love because joe you know if the, let's I, listen this would never happen hypothetically let's play it out she stays jovi goes back to the states something happens and t is going to get a call from jovi you don't think this guy's not gonna just drop everything and do it they of checkmated course. him and he couldn't he had to just throw any excuse out of that point yeah and it's just i think jovi was like looking at t the whole time to be like throw me a bone help me out do something but I am on Yara's side where I know that if I'm home visiting my mom, I think I talked about this last time too. You just want to stay that extra, even if it's one day, you're just like, wow, I got to stay a whole extra day. So I can't imagine being in Europe, you know, and and then being like, OK, let me just stay another few like man's is gone every month who cares if she's in another country the war just i personally feel like it's not a big enough issue because it's not jumping to another country and and now hindsight is 2020 but we definitely know that now <sighs> yeah yeah um so then you know, I don't even know how to pick this up. So then Yara says that, you know, Karina's right. You are selfish. And then uh, her mom's like, can you stay? Like, what's going on? Like, you have to talk to Jovi. And he, she's like, Jovi, please. Can she please? Can she stay? We haven't seen each other in a long time, Jovi. And Jovi's like, you know, I understand that, but just not now. I, I think here's the thing. Jovi's right in that I don't think Yara's full intention was to stay there long enough. Yeah. But it was a huge oversight to not expect Yara to, after not seeing her family and friends for so long and coming in now, seeing how, you know, their their home, their home countries, you know, getting torn apart in this war, mm -hmm. that she wouldn't want to stay with her family. And why wouldn't she when her alternative is to go home and be alone without her husband who is going to be away for like a month? It just makes no sense to me. And but he doesn't want to relinquish control. I think the big thing is he doesn't want to relinquish control at all. And that is not great. So here's what I think. I believe that he I, he kind of said it too that she she's not going to come back. Like that's what he thinks because now she has her baby and they're married, right? Like she has all the necessary visa and all that green card whatever to to not have to come back. So me thinks that he maybe is reading her a little too well, but I don't think Yara, even though she's a little messy, I don't think she's she's like a bad person where she would be like, okay, Jovi, bye. Sorry about it. Uh, I just don't want Jovi to have his way. And I feel like he's Correct. going to, and it bothers me. Correct. And I don't think this is a hill to die on because what does it matter if you just say yes and then but I need you to come back on this day and this isn't like up for debate. And sure she'll push it a little bit more, but when your home country is at war and you feel helpless alone, then I don't I understand why you want to stay and be in the mix, whereas you'd be home where your husband is constantly drinking beers at nine in the morning and going to strip clubs at nine at night. Yeah, I mean, he has a different life figure like planned out. It feels exactly, like exactly, exactly. And she's changed. And I think he cannot handle that. And we know that, right? Like when they went to Miami and he's like, you're so boring. Well, she's a mom. Ugh. Boo, Jovi. Boo. Yeah, tomato, tomato, tomato. All right. Let's take a quick break. When we get back, we'll talk about Libby 
and Andre. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on-a-wim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Why take one vacation with the family when you could take all of them? With Royal Caribbean, you don't just go to the beach. You visit a private island and race down the tallest water slide in North America. You don't just go for a road trip. You ATV and zip line through the jungle. You don't just go somewhere new. You rappel down waterfalls and discover ancient temples. Because this isn't just any vacation. This is all the vacations. Come seek the Royal Caribbean. Ships Registry, Bahamas. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. All right. So it's time for some Libby and Andre here. Very short, not so sweet, but we basically follow them from where they left us last episode where uh, Andre had a big blow of words with Libby's sisters. One of Libby's sisters, I believe, was it Becky? Or yeah. was it, it was the thing, Becky, you know, puts a hand on him. No good. Then apolo- doesn't apologize, but then cries and makes Libby feel bad. So now Libby has left this lunch feeling horrible for not being closer to her family. And despite the fact that the family, you know, went to the mom's birthday, even though they had agreed not to, she wants to keep a connection with her family, especially now that she's going to have another child. So she tells Andre Listen, you can be a little bit too loud, a little bit too aggressive. I need you not to do that with my family. And Andre responds by being a little too loud and a little too aggressive in the car. I this is the first time I've genuinely just like felt super uncomfortable watching him. Where in the in the past, I think I was like, okay, you know, like they're hamming it up for the camera or they're just trying to get a storyline or, you know, like it's everyone being annoying. But this time it felt like Libby was just genuinely calm and being like, I just need you to understand where I'm coming from and that this is still, you know, people I love and maybe they weren't right in going to mom's birthday, but you know, it doesn't equal all of this. And you can tell that Libby's having some regrets about how she handled her side of like, relationships with her sister so he is just so uncomfortable and he's constantly like in his mind I think he's like I'm reacting only but I don't know that that's true like why do you have to be that aggressive in the car with your pregnant wife like I I don't get it yeah I just feel like he does not recognize how bad he's coming across and how awful Mm -hmm. this is And, you know, there's no empathy for Libby. Like, I don't I understand if you don't like her family, but she clearly does. And she shouldn't be punished by you berating her and then also causing problems. She's only asking you 
to be a little bit more calm because that's what she needs. That's what she wants for her to at least have a working relationship with her family. And then to top all of that, Sasha, the next scene we get is them talking about how they haven't heard anything yet from the um, government as far as the interview process went for his green card. And now he expects her to leave with him if it comes to that. And she's like, well, I kind of don't want to do this without like, you know, anywhere else but here. I kind of want to be around my family. I want it to all be here. And he's like, no, that's not going to happen. You have to leave with me. You have to come with me. So I don't see him winning that at all. I think that she will win that battle. But also, I don't think they're in a bad spot. Like, I don't think he's going to have to leave the country. So I think they're fine. Yeah, I saw someone on Twitter and they were like, no one made the phone call for you. Like, it was literally they watched the show and saw how aggressive you were. And that's why uh, they decided what they decided. But I think it's going to be fine with them too, legally. But here's the thing. Do I trust someone that doesn't like their own baby's cuddles you know because she was like aren't you excited that we're gonna be snuggling and cuddling and he's like what no it's all gonna be poopy diapers and that's it and that's being a parent well damn yeah it's great energy to bring into a conversation with your wife who is expecting in months from now like that's what i'm saying and then she's like but you loved being with um ellie and you know holding her and he's like yeah are you going to rub my back then you mean the person that like pushed a human out of their body or maybe c-section whatever that carried a human for nine months has to rub your back i just don't understand what like again with with andre he is very much like it's my way or the highway and my way makes Mm -hmm. the most sense and he doesn't really seem like someone who listen to other perspectives so that's not great he even says that after everything that happened in in this lunch with the sisters he thinks that the family therapy session will be a whole circus and he doesn't want anything to do with it so those are the words of someone who is set in his way he does not want to reconcile at all Because I would argue, if anything, that lunch proved that having a mediator there may allow them to finally have a conversation that doesn't lead into people getting in each other's faces Mm -hmm. and and, and like wrestling. So what do I know? I I agree. And he's like, you know, it's going to be a circus. No, you're you're the ringmaster at this point because everyone's a mess. So I forgot to do this for Jovi and Yara, but the next time on for them, my oh, yeah. eyes fell out of the socket. Um, I exploded. So oh, right. Jovi has this grand idea that she, he tells Yara, if you come back home, how would you feel about having another baby? And then tells us in confessional that he thinks it would strengthen the relationship. Great. So you want your wife to come home with you to then have another baby while you are still working the job where you're gone half the year. That seems like a smart decision. And the only way that strengthens your relationship is it'll cause her to resent you more because you are not only preventing her from being with her family, but now you still expect to come home from these long months of work to then have fun and hang out because you still think taking care of your child is babysitting. And you also think that when you're home, she's having fun and that's not fair. Explain to me how anything you've done in this trip, Jovi, can make her feel like she wants to have another child with you because you are still treating this trip like it's a vacation for you and not like it's been a trip for her to see her family. 
So no, no, no. I actually fell over when I saw that because I again, my I, my mom and I were watching, and I think she literally screamed. What are you talking about? She's never. I think she's now seen maybe two to three episodes. So she's like, what the hell is wrong with these people? And truer words have not been spoken because we all know what fixes a relationship. Another baby, another stress. When we know Yara was so uh, like just in hell when she was pregnant before because she was lonely and you won't even let her see her mom for more than a month. And now you want to have a baby like make it make sense. But in my mind, I will say I believe he thinks that's what she wants, Puya. And that's why he's like, I'll give you another baby if you come back home. You think that, that you truly think he thinks that? I don't believe he wants another baby. I think it's a bit of an anchor baby. That's how I see it. I think he thinks that if they have another baby, then, you know, she can't really think of traveling and stuff and she has to stay home for like you know nine months of pregnancy oh, and then having yeah. a baby and then by then maybe everything blows over and they're fine i think him thinking that it would strengthen the relationship is incredibly misguided and also i don't want to give jovi that much credit that is like if he genuinely thinks it's something she wants he wouldn't do it because she clearly wants to stay there and he's like <laughs> no so he won't give her what she wants I'm just so over him, you know, and like, I just I don't understand why they both have to play this like 40 chess with each other. It makes no sense. You know, like she's like, I'm going to go see an apartment and I'm going to pay for it with my money and then but not tell Jovi and then constantly, you know, speak in a language he doesn't understand, which is pissing him off more. And then on the other hand. He's just going to be an absolute fool about yeah. everything. I mean, and I'm just I'm so way. over them. So all of this to say there is no next time on for Libby and Andre. Yes. So uh, I guess they're getting a bye week. Uh, TLC family therapy. When? Why did you dangle that carrot in front of me when it's the only thing I want to see? And I'm just not going to get it until at least episode 16 at the earliest, which I feel like that's probably still too early. They still have to at least set up one more episode before that. So three weeks from now, you're telling me I might not even get it in 2022. Why would you tell me that it's going to happen? It's probably going to be Puya. It's going to (laughs) be when at the reunion, Sean is going to be like, so did you go to therapy or no? And they'll be like, yeah, and we're doing so much better or no. And things are getting bad. Oh, they're really bad. Well, let's bring in Charlie to talk more. That's what I think is going to happen. Cause it, I don't see it. I just don't see it. The show doesn't like me and it shows. Yeah, I'm sad correct. about it. Correct. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. I'll, I'll maybe get over it some point in my life. Maybe. Yeah. I'm looking at the um, episode 16's description mm-hmm. and no mention of Libby and Andre there at all. So. Yeah. I don't personally believe we're going to get a, a therapy session. I no, just but they showed it imagine. to us on the footage. Oh, you're right. Yeah, that's why I'm waiting. <laughs> oh, Give me it. Shoot, yeah, you're right. You're okay, right. Okay, so right. at least at least till mid December, maybe we'll see. But the fact that they weren't even mentioned in the description makes me feel nervous about that. However, we'll wait and see. It's fine. Doesn't matter. I'm not sad. You're sad. All right. <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, let's let's quickly gloss over Big Ed and Liz because I, oh you know, God. that's what we do here now. Uh, so they're still in Arkansas. They're going to go meet his family. Uh, Big Ed promises that during this engagement party, he will not leave her alone because she doesn't feel comfortable not knowing anybody. Uh, spoiler alert: He completely leaves her alone for at least half of the event. So that's not good. Oh, you're uh, generous by saying half. I, that's what she said. I'm only quoting her. Oh, right. uh, it was definitely more. It did, we didn't see them at all together for the most part. And then um, what's it called? They there was some conversations about Norma and Tiffany, his mom and daughter, and how they were not at this uh, event. You know, this was all his family except for those two. And she really hopes that they come around and show their support because she's worried that. Ed will not want to marry her without that support because in the engagement party, even they said, you know, we're getting married. We don't have an official date set yet. So we'll have to wait and see for that. Then big Ed does take her out four wheeling because that's Mm -hmm. an activity we needed to see. Uh, Big Ed was a little bit of a scaredy cat when it came to all this. Liz definitely did a better in the four wheeling and that's all we got from them. Thankfully it was a short episode for them. Even shorter update here. Uh, in the next time on for them, let me quickly see. Uh, yeah, Liz said she can't do the bickering or the drama anymore. All right, you're back to fighting. That's going to be great. Cool. And crying. And it's just, oh, my God. Like, watching them was so painful. When he started talking about the redneck activity, my mom goes, redneck? He has no neck. Oh, my God. Your mom is ridiculous. It's so embarrassing. <laughs> but it's just, he's such a creep. And that's all I keep getting out of it. And mm-hmm. well, I just... Did you catch the line when his family, one of his family members, when they walked into the engagement party, was trying to make a joke about, have you grown? And he then made an inappropriate comment where he was like, you know, some things grow like at midnight last night. I'm just kidding. Ha ha ha. I was like, all right, this is your family. These are your relatives. You can't talk about erections. Your nieces. Yeah. Like, have some shame. Like, I don't know how anyone can find this person attractive. Like, how can you say? these words in this order in front of your family and not explode after that's what i want to know because that's what i'm saying where's god ah uh, yeah, yeah all right not Let's in arkansas move. i guess i don't know <laughs> all right it's michael and angela time now last week we did talk about them in a little bit more detail we're going to continue doing that now um so the whole episode they got a big chunk of the episode all of it revolved around three people michael angela and mystery man Billy, who up until this point, we didn't really know much about. Obviously, he was the man that Angela was doing duets with a big source of her hypocrisy when it came to how she expects Michael to conduct himself. But then she was doing duets with him on TikTok and then claiming that it's all his fault because and I'm quoting uh, he pushed her to him because he was disrespecting her and she went looking for, you know, some kind of support elsewhere. And it's his fault. So she can you know, keep her hands clean from all of this. Now, you know, Michael's clearly suffering from finding out that Angela has a crush on Billy at the therapy session they went to last week. So that's not good. Michael's still upset about that. Now, Sasha, what are your thoughts before we dive into the phone call and everything there? Uh, it- it is what it is. At this point, I just feel like there's so much weird gaslighting and a lot, a lot, a lot of um, just like Angela being in the Matrix, right? Just dodging everything thrown at her to where 
I just can't help but roll my eyes and pray that this man finds a backbone because we see all that really hard therapy session and then we go to a pool party where Angela is like upside down in the water. Michael's like, I'm learning how to swim. Look at me. I just, I need them to just like sort out one issue and then maybe have fun. Like you can't go both. It just doesn't work. Yeah, so then uh, what's it called? It's very clear to me that while Michael's upset that she has confessed to this crush and he really doesn't like it, more importantly than anything, he does not want her to go to Canada, which she said she wanted to do to go help him out. So instead of, you know, directly talking about that, what he has been doing is he is now fully attempting to win her over and remind her of how good she has it by getting champagne delivered poolside some roses he got her a nice little bracelet so all of that was given before he could then say uh what would make me happy is if you don't go to canada and then she says well it's important to me to visit billy and the reason she wants to do so this is her reasoning for it is that billy you know has a kidney disease and needs care and she wants to support her friend and go there and like cook for him and help him out so that he doesn't have he can just focus on his health to which to that which i say you don't want to do any of this with michael because then you think you're being submissive to him but you're doing this for someone else obviously he's going to be not be okay with this also you are doing this after you've said you have a crush on someone whereas michael clearly doesn't have feelings for another woman but even when he invited them to his party you got mad at him for it so the hypocrisy is right there, Angela. How do you not see it? No, because I've never met a more like gaslighty person in my life. Because, and I'm constantly going between her and the other geniuses on the show. But th- this episode, she took the cake for me, right? Which is doubling down on I'm an independent woman. I do what I want. But just because you're an independent woman doesn't equal you just like put your partner in hell. And back every moment you can. I mean, the way Angela sees independence and, you know, a compromise in a relationship is flawed because she sees it as if I do something anyway, she's first of all, she says, I won't, I don't like doing stuff that other people tell me to do. So I don't, I won't do that, especially Michael, because he's trying to make me submissive to which that I say, no. He's asking you to compromise with him and not do this for him. Just like you asked him not to be on social media. Just like you asked him not to have other women's numbers in his phone. Just like you have asked him to always be available at your beck and call. So when he's asking for one thing and you can't give it to him, I'm sorry, but that is you are being a hypocrite. That is nothing to do with being submissive. That has nothing to do with anything. You straight up told this man you have a crush on another guy. Then you want to go visit him. Of course, he's going to have feelings about it. Easy, easy done. So anyway. We haven't even given you the main squeeze of it here, folks. They get on a FaceTime with this man. They get on a FaceTime with this man. Wait, wait, no, no, no. But before that, Michael whines and dines. No, whines and whines her because 
he has a low. He's like, I'm going to show her that, you know, I really do care about her. And maybe part of the issue is that I didn't really show her attention, which I was like, mm, in victim mentality, like, like, I need you to see yourself a little bit more as a victim. But, you know, I, I understand where he's coming from. You know, he has champagne. He has little roses for her. And then he gets her a nice little bracelet, which I think is very cute. All of that. Right. Nice surprise. He, he gets her all good and liquored up. And she's like, I'm so happy. This is amazing. And he goes, boom. Want to know what will make me happy? You not going to Canada. So then she her thing is, you know, to prove that everything is good. Let's just talk. We're going to call. Let's rip this bandit. We're going to call him on the phone. And she thinks that once he talks to Billy, he will understand that they're just friends and there's no issue here. Okay, which again, she literally when he said, I'm friends with this woman, she called the friend and said, yeah, he has enough friends. He doesn't need you. He doesn't need friends. I'm his friend. So if Michael tried to do the same thing, it is not going to work. Best belief. Anyway, so then you'll have to enter witness protection. (laughs) Here's the thing, Sasha. So they call this man. Billy keeps calling Angela Angel. Hey, Angel. Yes, Angel. And Michael doesn't love this. First of all, Michael fully outs that she has a crush on him, which I guess he didn't know. So that she got very uncomfortable there. And then he directly was like, do you have a crush on my wife? He's like, no, I, I love your, I adore your wife. She has a beautiful heart, but I don't have a crush on her. And then Billy's like, uh, Angel, why did you call me with Michael beside you? And then she says, well, Michael says that he doesn't like that you want to come. I want to come to Canada. and." He's like, well, first of all, can you stop calling her angel? It's kind of weird. He's like, no, that's like a, from a place of compassion. That's not from like a crush or anything. And he's like, listen, I just don't want you to go to Canada to, to Angela. Angela's like, listen, no one's going to stop me. I'm going to go. And I hate, like, you know, like I said, she hates Michael telling her what to do. Um, and then Michael's like, I'm perplexed and hurt. He leaves the area. He goes back to his hotel room and he's like, maybe I should just take her advice and leave her. And then in the next time on, Okay, and the next time on, Michael very directly says, you're putting Billy over this marriage. We are done. I I, and he's packing to leave now. Everything we've seen about Michael, I want to believe that he's going to leave. I don't think he is, but I'm happy that he's putting his foot down because she literally made him remove his social media. And he's asking for this one thing. And she's like, nope, he needs help. I'm going to be the one to help him. But then if Michael asked her to do any of the things that she's going to do for Billy, it would be a problem. So, you know that he, he's going to fold like that laundry he was folding. Okay. Because man's has no backbone. I, I do not believe anything because can you imagine someone calling your wife, Angel, that your wife has said to your face that I have a crush on? And then Billy, I think maybe only wants her money. Or not money, but like her resources, right? As in time and all of that. And maybe a little bit of like, hey, sp- spend some spend some dollars on me. But outside of that, and maybe a kidney at this point. But I, Billy literally started sweating when he was like, do you have a crush on my wife? 
I, I couldn't. That's the first time we saw Michael have some kind of a backbone. But outside of that, man's going to fold. He's going to fold so fast. Yeah, I just, you know, I'm skeptical. I don't think it's going to lead anywhere. I think genuinely we could get to the reunion and she has 100% gone to Canada. I think that's going to happen. 100. And he's just going to have to be okay with it if he wants to be with her. Also, uh, audience, we definitely did skip over all the, uh, the lovey-dovey moments they were having in the pool. Just saving us both some time. Both being us and you, of course. Listen, audience. I said she did a handstand. What else do you need to freaking know? It was horrible. <laughs> anyway, let's move on. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. All right. We're going to move swiftly on to the final couple here. And that, of course, is Usman and Kim. So now Kim, like we saw last episode, is back in the U.S. Okay. She is with Jamal. They're walking along some body of water. But we find out that we are they've done a time jump with them. This is six weeks since she was with him. So this is six weeks later. Unfortunately, two to three weeks after she arrived back to the U.S., her mom got really sick and passed away. So she is currently struggling with this, not only because she's lost her parent, but also because she was the primary caretaker for her mom. And, like you know, the way she was living her life, she was living with her mom, Mm -hmm. taking care of her mom. And a part of her now is missing, which I completely understand. And this has kind of fueled her desire to get my uh, to get Usman here immediately because I think now she feels very lonely obviously she has Jamal still but Jamal is a young adult who's got his own life he's doing his own thing uh, so she is very motivated to get Usman to the United States now yeah and it's it's just really unfortunate like watching that I my heart breaks for Kim because I think she truly is yeah. one of the most genuine people on mm-hmm. the show just compared to everyone and seeing her and Jamal together was so beautiful and I just oh, Kim just deserves so much and I, I just I don't know like is Usman je- like genuine you know because the, all of this has fueled you know her to go in overdrive with Usman which is nice but I it just gives me more anxiety for her see I think here's the wild take I might have mm-hmm. I think they're both genuine okay. I understand that Usman has been on two see like this show with two different people but given where the conversation goes with them this episode I do think he's genuine I think the thing that's that he cares about more is having a child I think he mm-hmm. very much wants to be a father and I think that's the more important thing to him the whole second wife stuff was a essentially a way for him to have a family 
outside of his relationship, which is tried and true relationship is with Kim. Now, we do hear some of the relationships uh, from Jamal's perspective. Jamal points out that, you know, he has felt like Usman's been present and he's been keeping his mom happy during all of the this loss. So he's happy to see that. And that's good. Now, I mentioned that Usman wants to have a child. So obviously, Kim tells us that, you know, she did a little digging, did a little research and found out that essentially, yeah, the, Usman cannot have a second wife because that's illegal in the States. That's going to cause them some issues for their immigration. So I have to figure out a solution. Now she gets on a call with Usman and Usman says that, hey, I may have a solution. Do you remember Muhammad's son, Muhammad being his brother? Like, yeah, I feel like I'm maybe I'm going to adopt him. I'm going to adopt my nephew, Mahadi. And bring him to the U.S. with us. And she was like, uh, who's going to raise this kid? Three-year-old kid? Me? Nah, I don't want to do that. Maybe we can talk about this more a little bit later. Sasha, what do you think about this plan that Usman has presented? Whoa, man. <laughs> like that, I was in shock. Because one, how did his mom agree to this secondly how did his brother agree to this is it that they're like at this point if you're gonna go to america i just need you to have someone's kid because you're not adding to the family like maybe you're adding to the prosperity of the family but i don't believe that you're adding numbers to the family so i'm i'm very confused and then and then i i I'm, oh. What is his brother and brother's wife okay with this? So while I was looking to see if the Libyan Andre stuff was going to show up in a couple episodes, mm -hmm. I read one of the episode descriptions a couple episodes down. And it sounds like, based on that, that the brother is going to be a little bit blindsided by this conversation, oh. which is awkward. Um, I feel like, and because the way Usman was talking about this intrigued me, I feel like maybe the brother had indicated like, you know, you're like the godfather. You know what I mean? You're going to, if anything happens to me, you have to take care of my son. I don't mm -hmm. think there was any world where it was like, yeah, you, you know, if, if you ever want to have a child, you can adopt my son. And that could be a move. So again, this, the description might be misleading, but that's kind of the way I took it. So we'll see where that goes. I did find it very intriguing that it sounds like his mom is okay with this as an option to adopt. Um, or like to just have a child and not get married for a second time. So we'll see what all of that means with them because we didn't get far with this call. So then the next scene we see with them is specifically with Kim and her son, Jamal. They're having lunch. And when Kim tells Jamal about this plan to adopt the brother's son, the way Jamal's face drops honestly should be the episode photo for this week yes. but i did not get a good screen grab of it so that's no. not gonna be there but my god was it amazing oh because he's us right he's all of us where i want to make it clear that i do believe that this stuff you know maybe does happen in some cultures i know in indian cultures actually that sometimes folks will live in a joint family and then like if one couple can't have a baby you know sometimes the other couple, the other brother's kid kind of becomes everyone's kid. So I, I I, know that this is a possibility, but I've never like heard of people just, you know, fully being like, here you go. Bye. 
Oof, yeah, the Jamal again. Jamal is my favorite person on the yeah. show, and I wish <laughs> I we could follow him. his antics more. And he's so hot. Do. I just I have to say. Anyway. All right, and <laughs> and and he's very hot. Says Listen, Sasha. he is. He he gets what I'm saying. He he agrees with everything we as viewers want. What more do we need? Hey, you're not wrong though. You are not wrong at all. Um. Okay. So then. The last bit of conversation here before we end this episode is Kim mentions, I want to go back to see him, but I want you to come with me so that you can get to know him better. And I, you know, I want you to make sure like, I want to make sure you two get along and you like him. He's like, well, what if I don't like him? She's like, well, I need you to get along at the very least. I need this to happen. So the next time on shows us that they are back with Usman and jamal is there so i'm excited for that i do love seeing the children be in the other country with with both parties you know we're getting that with jenny right now we're going to get that with kim and usman i love that extra bit of dynamic especially because usman does tell jamal i don't think you like me can't wait to see what his response is to that oh i think it's going to be really good because this is where I think Jamal can finally not drag, but just hold him a little bit more accountable for their whole situation. Because if if I'm an only child, because J- Kim doesn't have any other kids, right? Yeah, I think Jamal is the only one. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah so if I'm an only child, which I am, uh, and then all of a sudden at 50 something, my mom's like, yeah, so like I got a 30 something man. And then maybe we're going to adopt his nephew and that's going to be, you know, your new brother. Can you imagine? So I I just I can see him kind of going to Nigeria, you know, with just I think a little bit of a chip on his shoulder with all of it and i and i hope that usan is able to kind of just take it on the chin and you know kind of talk jamal through all of it i would like to see that i would like to see that i'm excited to see this conversation so that charges me up for the next episode and uh just one last thing before we say goodbye here mm-hmm is that we have got a bit of an update on the blonde Shaida for next week. On the next time on, we see Shaida point blank, ask him when he will give her a direct answer on having a baby. And she tells us, yeah, I, I need an answer. No more Mrs. Nice Girl. So finally, we're going to see mm-hmm. that conversation. That better not be a lie. That be- I better not be seeing a conversation put on hold. I would like for the results of this to happen. And I would like for us to move on from it, please. And thank you. Listen, we saw, um, what is it? Like, we saw um, Michael, right? I unfortunately believe that she's going to be like that. You don't think it's going to result in anything? No, come on. I'm hopeful. Let me be hopeful, Sasha. Okay, fine. Sorry, everyone. (laughs) Be hopeful. We pray. Cautiously optimistic. It does seem like Bilal gave her an answer, right? It doesn't feel like it was unresolved. It feels like he yeah, clearly, yeah, that's what I mean. He yeah. was like, "So you're giving me an ultimatum?" Yes, that's exactly what she's giving you. Um, just answer the question, please. <laughs> but we'll see. Exactly. Oh, let's see how it goes. Yeah. All right, Sasha. We have come to the end of the podcast. Thank you so much for doing this two weeks in a row with me. I hope you enjoyed your time here because we definitely enjoyed having you here. So let the people know where can they find you and what else do you have going on. 
Yes, as always, you can find me over on the mess feed where Kirsten McKenna's and I are talking all things pop culture, all things vibes. And last week we covered the ticket master mess. I think it was a really fun episode. We covered just all the background as well. So check that out. And over on Silent Podcast, I'm covering The Amazing Race. Last week, I had Omer from Survivor on. And honestly, it's just like two hours of him eating me up in Amazing Race history. It's so much fun. Check that out. And Never Have I Ever with Chappelle, as always. Um, And this week, I'll also be on the Shit 90s pod, where I'm going to be talking Angela's Ashes or the Angela episode, season seven, with uh, the amazing Jess Sterling and... um, and the whole crew, but Jess Sterling and Sarah Ferguson. So check all of that out. And if you're like, I can't keep track of any of that. Well, follow me on Twitter at funsize underscore oh four to uh, keep up with me. Thank you for indulging me and having me on two episodes. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Puyaism. You can, of course, find me on Twitch as well. Twitch.tv slash Puya. I do stream there three, four times a week. We have a good time. Come through. Say hi. I would appreciate it. And of course, the Mass Singer Rahap Up podcast is about to wrap up next week. We are in the finale week for Mass Singer. Surprisingly, we thought it was going to go longer, but it's not. So we'll find out who is going to get crowned the winner. We're going to find out if uh, no one wins the draft or if Liana wins the draft because I am out of the draft. So you can tune in for that coverage this week. We'll be talking about that, of course. And as always, if you would like to leave a rating and review for this podcast, please go over to robswebsitecom slash 90 day fiance. That's the number nine, number zero day fiance. Um, the last rating we got, uh, they were not happy with the uh, promposal jokes we threw out a couple weeks ago. But hey, I'm trying to keep it like trying to keep it positive in the midst of a very unpositive season. So just let me know what you think. It helps we'll find the podcast. Would appreciate it. But for now, we have arrived at our destination here on the Hot Mess Express. I hope you have a lovely week ahead of you and I'll be back to talk about episode 15 next week. But until then, take care. Have a good one. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.